This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And the Baltimore Ravens take care of business yesterday. Ed Norris, Monday morning quarterback, presented by Warrington Injury Lawyers. Tucker was the closer yesterday, wasn't he? Tucker was everything. Thank God he's a bad man. <laughs> because without him, you'd be in a heap of trouble, I'll tell you. Because there were a lot of chip shots missed yesterday. Not by him, obviously, but around the league. He just makes it look so easy. You forget, no, this is really hard to do. It's, it's you know. I mean, you saw what happened in San Francisco. That wasn't it. I mean, there were a lot of cheap uh, chip shots missed. But Tucker kicked six. Six for six. Six for six. Pretty damn good. Justin Matavike and Jadavion uh, Clowney talking about pretty damn good. Four tackles, eight quarterback hits between the two. That stat line was the same. Two quarterback sacks, four quarterback hits. Yeah. They wreaked absolute havoc. On the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill leaves the game early, uh, but he only got sacked twice. Young uh, uh, Malik Willis got sacked four times in limited duty. Uh, the Ravens were just all over the quarterback. They had a total of six sacks, but Matavike and Clowney were just unbelievable. They were. You know who else is pretty good at? Patrick Queen was pretty good. What? We, we talk about weapons. Yeah. Devin Duvernay's a weapon. Absolutely. I've been talking about his. I've been singing that song for four years, whatever, with him. He's he's very valuable to this team. They wasted it, but they was you know, you have a seventy yard you know return and they come up with a field goal. Yeah, we'll talk about that a lot. Unreal, man. Jeremy Khan. Yeah. Lamar Jackson paced both passing and rushing. Look, he did a little bit of everything there in uh, yesterday's game, and I think one of the main reasons why they had the lead when they did and. Um, you know, and, and looking at the game too, like you can look at one thing and we've talked about it, the one bad turnover, whether you want to blame it on him, whoever, but with his feet, with his arm. And at one point he was like, look, if you guys aren't going to get it done, I'll do it myself. 223 um, in the air, 62 on the, on the ground. Yep. So uh, just a really nice day for him. They got the win. I think that's the most important thing, even though I feel like we should be beating them up for quite a few things. You <laughs> know what I'm going to beat them up for? Two passive, three goal line situations. They ran nine plays. They threw the ball one time. And where is your best red zone threat in the red zone? Why is he on the sidelines? Nine plays, mm-hmm. one pass. Yeah, I didn't see Mark Andrews out there. Way too passive, man. Way too passive. And I go back again. I said it. I said it before. <coughs> I'll say it again. I don't care what offensive coordinator you bring in. The philosophy on this team does not change. The plays look different. I grant that. 
Wide receiver, receivers are wide open. We haven't seen that in years around here. Lamar's throwing to wide open receivers. It's been a while since we've seen that. So I'll, I'll give Munkin credit. I'm not blaming this on Munkin. The philosophy of this team has not changed through all the offensive coordinators that they've had. They're way too passive. They play for field goals. Yeah. They play for it. If, if I'm the OC, I'm embarrassed that Justin Tucker kicked six field goals. I'm embarrassed. And Coach Harbaugh and I are going to have a talk. Nine plays in goal line situations and you throw the ball one time? Against one of the worst pass defenses in well, the league. Well, that's it. And one of the best rush defenses. What are I mean, you doing? As of yesterday, they were 100 yards. Before that, they were on the 100 yards a game. <laughs> I Look, I, I'm so frustrated with the coaching staff as a whole watching that game yesterday. And again, it's not like... It's it's philosophy. It's what people are doing. It's are are we analytical or are we not? Like, are you going to play the games and say you want to be analytical and that's what we're supposed to do? Whether the analytics had them going forward later on in the game. Well, they should have been. I mean, you had you had them backed all the way up to the goal line, and you Ryan Tannehill just went into the locker room. You don't want that uh, coffee with uh, mayonnaise drinking goofball coming in or the other guy that they said can't throw. I mean, that's. Will Levis or Malik Willis? That's the two options that you have. Yeah. So you don't want them backed I up. I think to the Levis goal. is injured. So, but I'm so saying, yeah. So like, you, you you know what's coming in the game after him after he goes into the locker room. Why aren't you being aggressive there? Like, it, I don't know. It's just I, I feel like I but, feel like they talk out of both sides. But of Jeremy, mouth. you can't blame Munkin because this happened before he got here. I think this is I think this is philosophy of John Harbaugh. I'd like somebody to say it. Is it like because like. And look, it is a little unfair because I watched a game yesterday after the Ravens game where they came out and they threw the ball and they were getting killed for throwing the ball. It's like, well, why aren't you running time off the clock? They still have a timeout. You can't have it both ways, but I think it's a little bit different when you have a team that's consistently playing not to lose instead the, of to win. But the Ravens weren't in time off the clock situations, though. That's no, different. I, I, if, the, if, if the Ravens are in a position where they, I need them to run time off the clock, I'm okay. But this wasn't a time off the clock situation. But, but it this is. Was a, this was a get more points on the board no, situation. But it, it's always a run the time, like get the time off the clock because even in the second half, they were coming out. It's run up the middle on first, run up the middle on second. Let's see what we can do on third. And and it was just consistently that. There was nothing to it. Um, it's boring. Fair enough. It's I mean, boring football. I'm tell- I mean, it, I, I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. If the Baltimore Ravens weren't the Baltimore Ravens, I wouldn't watch that. No. I have, I, that's, not, that's not what I want to see. No. It's not. I got my text yesterday. It's just like, come on, man. And I hate seeing squandered opportunities. You know, you do when they run the ball 70 yards. You should have momentum to punch that in. Everybody was screaming, oh, yeah, another three, another three, where I was watching the game. Because you knew a field goal yeah. was coming. Give me a, he just ran for 70 yards return. Give me a play-action pass and go up top. First play. Play-action pass, go up top. But you knew as soon as he, when he didn't get in the end zone, like, well, that's it. It's three. That's going through my head. He, you know, he didn't get in. It was the punt that caught him. That punter was fast, by the way. I, I think uh, I think what happened, and I'm trying to remember if it was there were a couple games I watched where the punter actually or the kicker got the guy. But sometimes with the angle, when you're trying to bounce it outside, he bounced it. I don't think Devin uh, Devin Duvernay knew the guy was right behind him that was sprinting. Mm-hmm. But when he bounced it outside, I think it gave the punter the right angle and yeah. he kept after it. I mean, it's, you're right. But to Ed's point, not too many punters taking angles. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> there are a lot of punters. Happened to Jameson Crowder too. Or taking angles and making mm-hmm. tackles like that. I thought the punter was was moving pretty quickly too. 
Um, but Baltimore Ravens are now 4-2, 24-16 win over the Tennessee Titans. I thought the Tennessee Titans would be the team that would kick a gazillion field goals because I had them scoring 19. That's four field goals and a touchdown. Mm. They scored 16, a touchdown, and three field goals. How many short field goals? I mean, it's just like when you think about all the times the Ravens were in the red zone, and granted, you got to throw the one out before the half, which I'm losing my mind over that. That first half decision of, hey, we've got a minute and 50 seconds. Why don't we run a minute off of it and rush everything after that? <laughs> and I get run, getting the clock running on the first play because you don't want to give it right back to them. I, I totally understand that, which I think a lot of fans don't. But come on, man. Like, are you are you playing the score or not? We got uh, uh, Mike Preston's report card at the 7 o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere. We'll take a look at uh, Lamar Jackson's game. Jeremy did it briefly. We'll take a, a longer look at it at, at 6.30. But on the other side, three and out right here on the fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Real quick, Robert on uh, Facebook Messenger says, I'm an offensive guy, and their offense has been offensive for many years. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Three and out, Jeremy God, who's your up? Uh, my up's going to go to Zay. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, like, yes. Getting a touchdown reception. Oh, but you said it didn't matter when we talked Friday about what? the touchdowns. You said when I pointed out that he didn't have a touchdown, you was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Now you're giving him up for getting a touchdown? Yeah, it was his mom's birthday. It's your birthday. Yeah, see? He, Ed knew. Shut up, Rob. You don't know. <laughs> Zay gets my up, man. Like I, I think you could give it to a lot of the receivers. I thought they played fairly well. We could probably point out some instances where we weren't happy. Yeah. I want to see more than eight yards of reception for him, though. Yeah. I, I want to see him become but that If you're going to use him guy. like a gadget receiver, and this isn't a well-oiled machine yet, you're going to see his numbers or the averages come down. Along because 14. They're throwing it underneath to him quite a bit. Um it was nice to see Bateman get involved, uh, you know, and, and and even some of the other receivers. But Zay gets my up. Agarwal looks good. Yeah. Looks very good. He really does. I mean, that was a literal shoestring tackle. He almost broke the touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your down, Jeremy Kahn? My <laughs> God. My down is going to be with the coaching here. I I just I want you to tell me who do you want to be. Do you consistently want to be a team that's playing not to lose or or a team that plays not to win? Like or plays plays to win, I should say. The, it, like I don't get what the the beginning of the right before the first half. It, it's getting ready to end. You get the ball back under two minutes. You have all your timeouts. What are you doing? The hell are you doing? And then in the very end, Lamar chucks one down the field when you need one play to get within field goal range. It's another situation where you're not going to have a ton of time to score. And yes, if he makes the catch, is he closer? Sure. But you only needed about five yards to give Justin Tucker a realistic shot to get another three. And I know he got a bunch of threes, but you could have used another one before the half. Justin Tucker's one of the Splash Brothers. These, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Clay and Steph are like, damn, how do we get him? It, it's unbelievable sometimes when you're watching this team what they do as a group. And even getting down near the goal line and going, run on first. Run on second. What are we going to do? Let's take a sack on third on a stupid pass play, or let's have our quarterback run into the back of the fullback. I mean, it's just like dumb let's just run. Things. Let's just run between the guards. 
Let's run between guard and center. You're facing the one of the worst passing defenses in yeah. the league, and I get what your strength is, and your strength's a little bit different than other teams' strengths because you have a quarterback that can do it as well as your running backs. They're the worst pass defense in the league. Throw the ball. Throw it. It's just unreal. Sorry. Ed Norris, who's up? My up goes to Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not kidding. It's not just productivity. Burst. That is one, he can, and he's got great hands. But more than that, he's got old man cunning. Let me tell you, he's like, was he 30 years old? But it's like, the things he does all season, <laughs> he's drawn, he's created PI penalties by running into defenders and making it look like he was interfered. Yesterday, he kicked one of them and got the guy to knock, and then he takes a flop. He kicked the biggest guy on the field, too. Kicked the biggest, biggest guy in the field who. Pushed him back, knocked him down. He draws a penalty from sportsmanlike. I'm like, he is so smart. <laughs> it's like, how could you not love that? If he creates, that's as good as a catch to me. Yeah. Well, uh, down. My down is the red zone offense. They were one of the best going into this game. It's like, you know, it's, this season's been good in the red zone, but this was just like, what was that? What exactly was that? You're in there, with six times or whatever? Or I, Anyway, one touchdown to Zay, and that was it. The rest of field goals. I hate seeing long. I hate seeing explosive plays like, you know, quick change plays like interceptions and fumble recoveries and you don't score or a 70-yard punt return, you don't score. Because that just takes the momentum away from you guys. Everybody should be bitching about what happened before the half, and I don't know how many people will because you get gifted a fumble on a punt when you shouldn't have been punting the ball. You should have been kicking a field goal at a minimum. But because you're playing these stupid games and running the clock down and you don't know when to call timeouts and plays come in late. I mean, it's it's a win. It's a road win. I understand it's a neutral site. But, man, get this crap right. The Tennessee Titans don't even belong on the same field as you. They showed that we, in the first half and you let them hang around. We asked. We, we said we don't know who the Titans are. Yeah, we do know who they are. They stink. They stink Look on ice. Look at the coach's face. They stink on ice. Yeah, yeah he had the worst game to rest, rest the bitch face I've oh, seen in a long time. Oh, my goodness. Seriously. I like to play poker with him, man. <laughs> I um I give the my up goals to the Ravens pass rush. They they had two sacks against starter Ryan Tannehill, four against the backup Malik Willis, but they were just all over Tannehill all day. Had him running off his spot, moving around. Two sacks by Matabike, two sacks by uh, uh, Clowney. Queen had a sack. Van Noy had a sack as well. Six total, ten quarterback hits. Pass deflection too. Just yeah, it, it was just that pass rush was just. On point all day yesterday. My down, running back productivity, 24 carries, 76 yards. You know, you look at the rushing stats, you see 39 carries, 139 yards, only 3.6 yards a carry. But that's Lamar. Lamar had 30, uh, 62 of those. Running backs had 76 yards. Yep. 76 of the 139. They need more productivity from those guys. I don't know whether the scheme – but 16 carries, 41 yards from Gus Edwards, uh-uh. ain't going to happen. Ain't going to work. Got to have better productivity than that. And a lot of that is from what we said before, down inside the 10-yard line, running the ball between the center and the guard. That brings your yards per carry down. Chris in Parkville wants to weigh in. What's up, Chris? Gentlemen, gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Uh, great show as always. It is a W, but... There were moments, uh, Jeremy, and uh, you guys have been bouncing it off each other uh, in the last couple minutes about uh, productivity. And <clears throat> at moments, uh, 
almost during the whole game, really, I felt like I was watching my nephew's Little League football game. They need to open up the playbook, and they're so predictable. They are still ultra-conservative and very predictable. Yep. Hey, no doubt. I mean, but you got you to gotta understand, let's go to Jack Harbaugh. Let's go to go to John Harbaugh. I mean, this is this is where he's from. This is what he knows. Conservative style football. For him, this is not conservative because he's three yards in the cloud of dust guy. So for him, this is being innovative. He's more he's more comfortable with being running innovative than he is passing innovative. He was all happy when he had the most innovative offense in the National Football League back in 2019 because that was predominantly run. Mm-hmm. That's comfort. That's comfort. But when you want me to open it up inside the 10-yard line and throw the football and spread it out and do things like that, that takes Harbaugh out of his comfort zone. I feel like they play scared, man. They and, do play and, scared. And against inferior opponents where you shouldn't. Like, you're, you I think they coach scared. That, that's fair. I, playing scared because I'm not trying to put this on the players right. because this is this really is the how you're driving the game. I watched yesterday, not to get off on this tangent here, Arthur Smith at the end of the Atlanta game. Did anybody get to see that? So the Falcons have a chance to drive and tie it. They need mm-hmm. eight points. They get up. It's second. It's second and one, but the clock's running. They have one timeout. They spike the ball. Mind you, earlier in the game, they called in a play after a timeout, delay a game. After the delay a game, they get the play in late after that. Quarterback's rushing the play, turns the ball over because you're not you're not doing what you're supposed to. You're you're taking too long to get this stuff right. Who knows what's happening? But in the game yesterday with the Ravens, I mean, you're watching situations. And and the same thing with with Arthur Smith, and the reason I brought it up is they get down, he calls a play in late again, and instead of taking a five-yard penalty where you were trying to save your timeout, you used your timeout on a dead ball foul. And, like, this is coaching at the highest level. How do people continuously mess up stupid things? What you care about Mm -hmm. is the clock. You don't care about the yards there because you're getting ready to throw the ball forward. And I see this routinely with coaches that don't know when to use timeouts, and again, when do you want to be aggressive? If Do you want to be a coach that gets the ball back before two minutes and say, I want to go get seven, but I'll take three? Or do you want to say, I'm going to go get some points? Whatever it is, they're like, eh, if we get points, it's okay. We still have the lead. They had the ball to start the second half. It's just crazy. We go around the NFL at 645, but on the other side, we'll take a look at Lamar Jackson's game yesterday. QB1 review on the fan. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens get the win yesterday. Jeremy Kahn uh, recognized him earlier. What was he? You're up? What? Lamar, who was your? No, you just mentioned Lamar earlier. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 21 of 30, 223 yards, a touchdown and an interception. He also rushed the football um, 13 times for 62 yards, averaging just under five yards a carry. Get it done. Um, what, 70% passing yesterday again? Around that quarterback passer rating of 88.6. Your thoughts on his performance yesterday, Ed, since uh, Jeremy already gave us a sneak peek of what he thought. Um, I think he looks really pretty good lately, actually. They were good yesterday. His passes were accurate. Not very long, but they were accurate. Um, I think it was a through seven in a row that were completed until this one that he missed in the end zone. Yeah. So he, you know, he had a good day. Had no particular gripes with him. I thought he ran when necessary, protected himself, ran out of bounds, was smart. Um He's saying gained 62 yards on the ground. I'll take it. That was a good performance. Jeremy Conn, he's uh, for the season completing 69.9% of his passes for a passing rate of 93. Nice. He has five touchdowns, though. Only five. Three interceptions. I think that, you know, you got to put him in a situation. When quarterbacks have a lot of 
touchdown passes is mostly because of creativity. Or you they're know? just running it every damn time they get down there in the red zone. No, I mean, when they have a lot of touchdowns, oh, what I'm saying. I thought you, yeah, the other <laughs> Quarterbacks way. that have a lot of touchdown passes, creativity is the little receiver comes in front of me, I just toss it up in the air like it's dust. You catch it. I run off the end for the touchdown. It's a touchdown pass. Or, or it's creativity. Like, it doesn't. To be creative on offense, it doesn't have to be all these laterals back yeah. and pitchbacks no. and all these crazy. Like it could be something as far as using re- like what what New England did with the rub routes with Rob Gronkowski and yeah. Julian Edelman and Wes Welker. When you he mean, was what we there. tried to do yesterday and it failed. Yeah, and then you get called for the pass interference on the two point conversion and then get your extra point block. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's like I, I mean, you're watching the games and you're going. <laughs> What's happening here? Why is this going on? Like when you get into the red zone, you can't devise something. Like it's something as simplistic as rolling out the offense and having guys going to places. You know that where you're dragging the attention down and the momentum's bringing everyone down. And you've always been taught not to throw back behind you. But we see these routes and these different things where you're rolling one way, you stop, and then now you got somebody open on the backside. Whether it's a tight end, like I call them pick and pops, where they pretend like they're blocking. And then they roll out or they yeah. turn for a catch on a screen pass. Ricard did that once. Yeah, like, I'd love to see more of that. And it felt like yeah. they targeted Ricard twice. And the sad part was the second time he was wide open for a touchdown, they didn't go to him. The first one, they, they throw him one. He trips over his own feet and falls. But, it, I mean, well, not his fault, you know, as you're turning to get upfield. But, Ed, you mentioned something, pass being accurate. You had receivers yesterday with a lot of yak yards. You know why? And that's accurate passes. Because he hit him in stride. Right. He never does that. Yeah. They went to, to OBJ, hit him in stride. Yeah. And you see what he can do. If you let guys run and, and hit him properly, they can do amazing things. And he seems to be doing that this year more and more. Uh, guys this game getting, particularly, yeah. Guys getting yak yards. You saw what you saw a couple of, couple of games ago, again, with um, uh, Nelson Aguilar picking the big game, caught the ball seven yards. I think got like a 20-something yard game. Uh, because of yak, and that's what mm-hmm. accuracy does for a passing game. And he just seems to be more accurate now than he has been in quite some time. Um, I think the windows that he's throwing into, um, I think the passing scheme, the scheme is a lot more efficient as well. 410-583-1057 is the number. Mike in Baltimore. What's up, Mike? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I mean, well, it, it was a win. and I'm, you know, I'm glad for the win. I don't want to complain. But you know, it's just that they look like the Stover era. When they, when they go in and they just settle settle for the field goal. I don't know what was going on in, in the in the red zone then. But uh, like I say, you know, they just got got to improve that. And um and and before that, I mean, wasn't our red zone officially pretty good before today? Or yeah, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. But um, and another thing, you know, um, Munkin kind of reminds me sometimes of Roman. He tries to be too. Too uh too cute. I mean that thing where where he's going for the third and short and, and what they do a direct snap to uh, Andrews. Man, come on, man. That's what that's what Gus is for. That's what Jamel Justice Hill is for. I mean, we try to be too cute sometimes, man. And I, I agree with you a hundred percent, Ralph. I've been saying this for years. Duvernay can do, man. If they give him a chance, Duvernay. Duvernay's good, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. <sighs> I get what he's saying, Ed, and being too cute, but I don't. I don't mind that direct snap to Mark Other Andrews. Teams do it. I don't mind either. I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind that problem. at all. You know, I, I get what he's saying. You got guys. You got battering rams back there to do that. He's right in that aspect, but I don't know if I don't know if that direct snap Ed is a definition of being too cute. I think that's actually being a little creative. I think it's creative. I think it's smart. 
it's you know he, look the only problem was it didn't work if that's it, otherwise it would have been brilliant and the fact is he's 250 pounds just as hills but how much he weigh 200 a lot less <laughs> a good day yeah a lot yeah, less the, the problem that i see with this and it goes back to the dumbest smartest smartest dumbest thing i've ever said and ed just said it you're only right when you're right like people will call in and tell you that you, you can't do that why did you do that I, it's the same exact thing i was saying earlier you go out and you throw the ball it's like why are you throwing it you go out and you run it why are you running it you should have done this it only matters if it works and that's how a lot of fans are, and that's the knee-jerk reaction we get on Monday mornings. Can I ask you guys a question kind of off the beaten path a little bit? Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to all this big breast cancer awareness in the NFL in I, October? Isn't it amazing? They don't well, do they, it at all anymore? They weren't giving much money to <laughs> breast cancer. I mean, look, it's it's a lot of money considering, but it's a small – it's like less than 1% of what they were donating yeah. or something. Oh, so the, 1% of what they were gathering, they were you, donating? Go look up how much they were actually donating. Yeah, it was it's a, a portion scandal. of the proceeds. Terrible. So maybe the breast cancer awareness people said, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I don't know. I can't speak to Because it's like it's gone. Like I saw I saw um, the receiver Brown. He wears pink cleats, but he doesn't wear pink cleats for that. He wears pink, wears pink cleats for his daughter. Yeah. So his daughter can recognize him, know who he is on the field. Um, it wasn't for breast cancer. I'm looking around like, man, it's October. Normally, this is the time of year where they do that. They don't do that anymore. Trippy in Baltimore. What's up, Trippy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, Definitely, man? Look, look, I want to talk about this game, right? Uh, I'm happy with the win, right? But I, I was looking at some numbers these last past three games, right? The Colts game, three total points of offense in the second half. The uh, Steelers game, zero points. This game, six points. Um, I see a little bit of better, but we, 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 it's something not right, man. I don't know what it is about the offense. We need a spot for something. Maybe, maybe Eric need to go get that boy from Penn State up New York, man. Cause I, Saquon Barkley, maybe we need to get a Saquon Barkley or something. Get a spot like Christian McCartney did with the 49ers. What y'all think about that? Look, no. have a good day. You too. I, I'm not interested. Look, I think Barkley would be <laughs> I'd take McCaffrey his, any day. Yeah, Barkley would be excellent in his offense, but it's the same thing like, you know, and I'm not trying to demean Christian McCaffrey because he's one of the best players in the league, period. But he got hurt yesterday. That's been the thing with him. That's been a thing with Barkley. When they're healthy, they're amazing. But, again, you're – I'm not interested. And it's what do you have to give up to get a running back that's, yep. that wants to get paid, too. You know, like – yeah. Not interested. <laughs> what do you get? Is one year 13? Yeah. Like a double digit millions? Whatever. I've never seen him with better field vision than McCaffrey, though. I watched him yesterday. It, you know what's even, He's amazing. He sheds tacklers like nobody's business. It's just like a like a twitch. You almost have boxers roll with punches. It's almost like when a guy's coming to tackle him, he rolls his body and just lets their momentum, and he does that little side swipe as he's coming back to swim him off of him. It's pretty impressive to watch him. 410-583-1057 is the number. Game balls at 715. Uh, when we give a, a an award, a reward, I should say, to uh, the outstanding performance of our choice at 715. But on the other side, both have four games apiece. We go around the National Football League and recap uh, right next on the fan. We go around the National Football League right now. Let's start off with Jeremy Kahn. Jeremy, tell me about those commanders. Arthur Smith, kiss my ass, man. What the hell were you doing, coach of the Falcons? I had the Falcons yesterday, but the commanders went in, got the job done. 
hats off to them finding a way to get it done against this Atlanta Falcons team where I don't know how many times I had to hear Desmond Ritter never lost at home in high school. He never lost at home in college. He never lost at home in the Yeah, they just lost. So, uh, And then that stupid-ass play. Like, get your play calls in. Give your team enough time. If you want to do all these motions and dancing around, get your play calls in. They were terrible yesterday at it, and they lost the game to Washington. So hats off to them. Vikings. Look, uh, you know, you come into a game, and you know Justin Jefferson's not going to be there. You're all geeked up to play. And then Justin Fields gets hurt. And then who do they bring in? Joey Baloney. I don't know who the hell this guy was they brought in. Badgett out of a Division II school. He's out there trying to sling it around. He throws a pick six. He's driving him up and down the field. God knows what he's doing, but the Bears find another way to lose after losing Justin Fields to yet another injury. What about those Bengals? Well, another weird game where St. St. Louis, Seattle had so many opportunities, including right at the end of the game, and couldn't get it done. Makes you wonder, had they kicked the field goal? Got the stop. Kicked the field goal again. You win. They couldn't punch it at the end. Cincinnati finds a way to hold on to a four-point victory. And, of course, the Browns. Talked a lot about this. Said how much I love the under. It was at 36. It finished at 36. You were probably unfortunate to have it even get that close with the way that things went in that game. Lots of flags, but I'm sure we'll talk about penalties across the league. But Cleveland finds a way to win. Debo Samuel hurt. Christian McCaffrey hurt in the game. Uh, God knows who else is going to be hurt. Some very questionable calls in that game, which I'm sure that San Francisco is going to be upset about. Uh, That being said, they get their first L of the year. The South Florida track team beat the Carolina Panthers yesterday, the Miami Dolphins, 42-21. They fell behind 14 to nothing. Yes, yes. And they said, stop playing around. Stop playing around. (laughs) (laughs) Tua with 262 passes, three touchdowns. We'll start with 17 carries, 115 yards rushing, two touchdowns. (laughs) Hill, six catches, 163 yards, a touchdown. They're playing Madden. Well, and their coach is playing Madden. They're the pieces. Unbelievable just to watch them. The Jaguars, they get a big win behind a 21-point second quarter over the Indy Colts. Minshew with 229, 329, I'm sorry, but he had three picks, three crucial picks. And uh, now the Jaguars have seemingly riding the ship in the AFC South. They're now 4-2. and two. But they had the Texans right on their heels. The Texans are sneaky better than we thought. I don't want to say sneaky good yet, but sneaky better than we thought. C.J. Stroud finally with an interception. He does have two touchdowns, though. Uh, Devin Singletary, 12 carries, 58 yards as the Texans defeat the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints now at 3-3 three and three on the year. A little disappointing. A little bit disappointing. And uh, finally, man, y'all gonna say what you want about Josh McDaniel. He ain't never lost to Bill Belichick. He's 3-0 and against old Bill. They beat the Patriots 21-17. A late safety seals the deal. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Who had the Patriots plus three? You did. Yes. And uh, the Patriots now, Ed, are 1-5 and five on the year. And yes, the Raiders are 3-3 three and three <laughs> on the year. Ed, tell me about those Rams. Well, speaking of better than we thought. Yeah, better than we thought. And not just that, but the return of Cooper Cup. I mean, it makes such a huge difference. Um, you know, your, your star players are supposed to star in these games, you know. And when they do, it makes a big difference. That's what happened. You know, he's still one of the best. He comes in, seven receptions, had nine targets, 148 yards, and his, his first touchdown of the season. But 
Huge day for Cooper Cup. The Rams, surprising me, I thought they were going to be terrible. They went 26-9 over the Cardinals. Speaking of uh, doing better than we thought, especially yesterday, the Jets. Look, I know you guys make fun of The Jets have a good roster. They just do. It just They were good. Actually, Vinny picked this game in, um, yesterday morning. He said he could see the Jets winning because the Eagles haven't really been you know, like the Eagles. Used to, and the Jets have a great defense. The defense are winning for them. They, they held were the missing Eagles their two starting corners, too, yeah, the Jets. Yeah, you missed Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And yet, they had three picks, including Q. Yeah, that was a nice one. <laughs> giant, your, your giant defensive lineman with a with a pick. He returns for seven yards. Was hilarious, um, but the Jets win. I mean, defense won the day. They allowed no points in the second half to the Eagles. They went twenty to fourteen. They pick off uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. It just it just makes the season that much sadder, though. That you know, Aaron Rodgers got hurt because you wonder what what could have been with these with this team. Mm-hmm. They end up beating the Eagles, and now they're five and one. Rodgers was throwing before the game on the field. That's Lions. Yeah. Lions moving along. They're undefeated on the road. Ravens better pay attention to this because I tell you what, <laughs> that team that played yesterday would not beat the Lions from yesterday. Um, Lions went twenty to six. Jared Goff had used a three hundred fifty three yards, two TDs. Um, I'm on St. Brown. Again, 124 yards and a, and a touchdown. The Lions are good. They really are. And I know I've been beating this drum for like two years now, but I, I believe they really found their way. They're actually, they give, they're number one in rush defense, which surprises me. I was just getting ready to say, like, everybody's going to talk about that Lions offense. Offense, yeah. Look at the Lions defense. They give up 64 yards a game on the ground. It's incredible. It's a little different facing a team with a quarterback that's going to run quite a bit too, but... Still, that's a good team coming in. Whatever. And that's the Bills team. used 14 points in the fourth quarter to get the win last night on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I don't know what the hell went on there. <laughs> it's just like three quarters they shut out the Bills. Um, and they only win because Tyrod Taylor's last second pass just you know, fell incomplete. But they they could pass the fence. Whatever. That last play was passing the friends. The guy <laughs> holding on the shoulder, yeah. yeah. Holding my shoulder, man. That, I, I give that's up with the refs. Fence. I can't. I can't even discuss this anymore with them. They, they're so a part of the – there were 25 I, penalties that 49 game. Yesterday. I don't know why they put the flags away. Just leave them on the field because you're going to have to throw it on the next play because that's what they've been doing. Just leave them out there. Round 49 25 flags. Who wants to watch that crap? I don't want to watch you call the game. And then they're calling penalties that aren't penalties and, and bad ones like that when you're right. It's P.I. They don't call that. Yeah. The ones that aren't P.I., they call. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ed. Mike Preston joining us. What's up, Mike? Good morning. How are you, Rob? Doing well, man. We got your report card, of course, at 730. But on the other side, bite me. Sound from the press conference post-game. John Harbaugh up next on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.